Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello? 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 Okay, there's a funny noise going on. Hang on. Okay, can you hear me okay? Hello? Hello? Hello. 
Hey, Sharon, it's Kelly Scanlon trying to see if you're going to be on the call this morning. Um, I'm on it. I'll stay on it for a while longer. And if you're having any problems, let me know. You know, if you're having any trouble getting on. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hello, I'm on. Oh, great. Good deal. Okay. Um, so, uh, let's see here. Did you have some trouble trying to get on? Yeah, it was dead for a I mean, I did and nothing happened. And then finally I listened. It says, if you're not a member, do one and then the pound. And I was doing the, the episode number. First. Oh, okay. Usually it asks you for both. So who, who knows? I'm sorry you had some problems. So um, this, is, this is great, though. I'm eager to learn more about uh, your organization. And I did get an email back from Mitch last night, and I was on target for, you know, the angle that he's looking for here. So I think what I'd like to do is just for the record, if you could state your name and and uh, how you spell it, just so that I've got that accurate. Okay. Okay. It is Sharon Hunt, and it is S-H-A-R-E-N Hunt. Okay. And the name of your organization? Is Platt Pet Power. Okay, so Platt Pet Power. Uh, say that three times. Three, yeah, say that three times real fast. And blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little too early still for me to try that. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, Mitch had put Platt Co Pet Power, and then I kept seeing on your website and Facebook page that it was what you just said, Platt Pet Power. So I thought, well, I better get that confirmed. So Platt Pet right. Power. Tell us a little bit about, I really only have three or four questions for you. So, okay. Uh, they're pretty broad. Uh, so tell us about what Platt Pet uh, Power does. <laughs> okay. Um, it's basically, it, it links um, volunteers and their, and their pets um, with um, a program provides support and logistics for them to volunteer at a, a list of uh, cooperating nursing homes, rehabs, uh, teen shelters, uh, schools, hospitals, um, and they, they do this to share the, you know, the human-animal bond. Uh, and they're doing okay. this as a volunteer. Sure. There's been lots of research uh, of late oh, that lots. shows how therapeutic that is. Right, right. Well, you know, therapeutic as well as, um, you know, it's, um, it's, it's a win-win because a lot of the volunteers have, you know, we did it. We started this program when, with University of Missouri Extension when I was there because we, I worked with a lot of small animals with the 4-H program. So we started this, and at that time the mission of University Extension was to improve the quality of lives of Missourians. And we thought, well, of course this is. You know, the, these Missourians happen to be in group settings, and that is our emphasis in group settings. Um, so, they, that's, so the volunteers also gain a lot of um, community connections, intergenerational uh, interactions. And, and in most cases, their pets, if, if they continue the program, their pets love it. And if not, yes. then it's not always necessarily a good match. Yeah. Right. So what was the inspiration then? Um, obviously, you were working, as you said, at University Extension, uh, mission improve the quality of life, and this fits right into that kind of a mission. But right. there's a lot of other things that you could have suggested. Why did you decide that this was uh, something you wanted to put forward? 
I've, when I went with some uh, for uh, with youth and stuff, I, the interaction, and I I was reading even 19 years ago, reading about it. Um, you know, the interaction, but also was a way for for youth to reach elderly people because in our area there aren't always a lot of intergenerational connections. But it was also a way to to make sure that their small animal project had some had some community outreach. You know, it wasn't just about learning about the dog. It was sharing their dog or their cat or their rabbit or their ferret, you know, <laughs> 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 Well, that's, that's interesting. I'm glad you brought that up because I actually I assumed that it was dogs and cats, but it's broader than that. You have ferrets. Do you ever have, I, I well, think we had a ferret and we bunnies. Had we, and that, that didn't work out very well because, quite honestly, you know, well, it, sometimes volunteers just don't follow through. But, but the ferret made several visits to uh, one of the nursing homes that's no longer around in Weston. And uh, mm -hmm. it took a little bit because the elderly people weren't, I mean, you know, it's, they aren't used to a ferret, you know. But anyway, it was, it, was, it was an opportunity for volunteers to connect um, in, a, in a little bit of an easier way than just calling up. You know, broadly. Secondly, uh, with MU Extension, the volunteers are covered with the self-insurance policy of MU, mm -hmm. and that's kind of that's very important, I think. Yes. Exactly. Uh, so, was there anything in your background, your own personal background, that I mean, obviously, you're working for Extension, you see a need, and you've read about, uh, you know, what what great benefits this kind of a program can offer. For both parties so you see all of that but was there anything in your own personal background that uh led you to this uh, you know did you have any loving any personal loving animals growing growing up on a farm and having you know pets of every animal just about except the pigs and chickens um and having pets pretty much our whole life you know um and yeah just uh, that and uh, knowing how much they, they filled our life up you know yeah. And I so had have, I have I had a rescue collie that I took a couple of times real early. She didn't like it, but the volunteers loved to have an old-fashioned collie come, you know. Mm -hmm. And poor Susie, she, she went three or four <laughs> times, and then she was enough. <laughs> Aw. Well, so who exactly is your client? Is your client the agencies that you go into and you help coordinate, or is your client the volunteer? How, how does that work logistically? That's, a good, that's an excellent question. Actually, the people I feel most committed to are the volunteers um, okay. because they're amazing. I mean, you know, and uh, to make to make their role easier and to make sure that they, you know, can do it, then I, I connect with the 1920 uh, nursing homes and stuff to help them uh, welcome, invite, volunteers. But maybe it's volunteers. And I'm getting feedback. Are you? Like I'm in a, you know, an echoing? Uh, no, I'm not. Okay, it must be my phone. Okay, okay. Okay, I'm sorry. I know how annoying that can be, so I'm sorry that's happening. Uh, that's okay. I'm on my second cup of coffee. I'm okay on that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. So basically then you have uh, some sort of, do, how, how do volunteers reach you? Do you have a portal? Do you, you know, an online portal where they can reach out to you? Are you out in the community and you just talk about, I mean, how, how do people find you? Yeah. Well, and you know, we do. Yes, this is, we do. We still do media releases in the local papers. Um, we do. We try to get you know, like business cards and flyers at to the veterinarian offices because they usually know which which people are good pet owners and which pets would be good. So we do that. Mm -hmm. It's not as, as 
thorough as we would like. We do have a Facebook. We are on, and finally, if they have it, if they know it's part of Extension, you know, it's listed in their web page, and then we have a connection. Um, mm -hmm. So it's those things. But you're right, and then it's word of mouth. Quite honestly, a lot of it is. Um, uh, so that's you know, it's not as broad as we were we would think. But now that I'm doing this as a volunteer, that's about the limit. You know, mm -hmm. uh, what I can do. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, it's right now as a volunteer, I'm coordinating it, and and the volunteers, I just have to go on and on about them. Okay, they they have to come to a meeting that I have about you know working with the elderly, and it's adopted from way back from um, the Delta program, which was you know the the forerunner of companion therapeutic animals you know in the nation. So we do the orientation, do the program logistics, as well as working with special needs audiences. They have to have their animal fully immunized. And they have to have a proof of year-round sleep control. They have to, you know, all these things. I spend a lot of time talking about fecal tests. But um, they have that at the beginning and then annually thereafter. And then they get a listing. And I don't, this is logistics. They get a listing that we update three times a year because we have three different classes. They can, you know, choose which one. Um, and they, um, we update that so they contact people for the site. So when they call up, at least that person is still working there. And in a nursing home, that of course changes an awfully lot. The activities directors do. And then, then we, uh, so we do that. And then we give those people also the sites. If they have signed a site waiver with us, which is, is a cost-free thing, but they have to agree to cooperate and you know that sort of thing, then they also get an update at three times a year, listing of certified volunteers. So they can also initiate the calls. And that is okay. happening more and more. Okay. And so they become part of the program. And like you say, you, you're kind of a matchmaker, really. Do you have a, a specific title yourself? I call it myself volunteer coordinator. Um, you know, I get, you know, that's a volunteer as a coordinator. Um, I don't know, chief cook and bottle washer. <laughs> you know, but they actually, we do get some some uh, office support from University Extension yet at this time for some okay. of the printing so, and so forth. Okay, so this is an official. This is an official program of University Extension. You partnered up with them when you came up with the idea, right? Right, and right. actually, okay. it has to be specific to Platte County because it is not a statewide program. At this okay. point, it is still the only one like it, which is, well, well, Buchanan County copied us too, which is great. But otherwise, we're the only two counties that have something similar. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, but you are the, basically, you're the founder of the program though, right? Yes, I am. Yes. Okay. All right. Yeah, I, I want to give credit where credit to do. <laughs> Well, I don't know, but you know, we also brought it up. It was brought up by an extension council person because at that time the extension council was amazing. They said, you know what? I went to your thing you did for the kids, and you need to do this for adults because at that time, 19 years ago, uh, if people wanted to were familiar with and wanted to share their animals, um, there wasn't any place up north. They were driving all the way down to Midtown or and the mm -hmm. plaza and stuff. Well, by that time, that that took up some time. Their dogs, are, in, in most cases, were tired. So they said, we need mm -hmm. to do something close so we don't have to spend so much time on the road. We could spend more time with the people. And so that and, and a, the local veterinarian who has since retired, Dr. Billy Dean, and a representative from the nursing home industry, we all met together to set up this program to make it as run as volunteer friendly and simple as possible for everybody. So it was okay. a team effort designing this process. Okay. Um, so, sorry, my... This has just been kind of problematic well, I, this morning. Uh, the uh, the 
internet dropped on my end and it's, it's reconnected though but i i heard everything you said and i i may need to I, when i re-listen to it i may need to to uh send you an email and and catch that that person's name again or something so um, I, I do anyway. I, I do ramble i do ramble i'm sorry no you're no, fine no do you know what i love these because it's in the rambling as I, i'm using your word not mine but in the rambling that's where, <laughs> some of, that's where some of the best stuff comes out though so and i can tell that that's where you you know more passionate stuff comes out is in the rambling rather than just the direct answers to my canned questions so all right so so you get this program started talk to us about the actual sharing you explained about how you know logistically you connect the volunteers up with the agencies how you reach the volunteers and all that sort of thing but let's let's get to the actual sharing of the animals what does a session like look like this is this is so wonderful because I whenever I, I can I go along I, I you know not to oversight or oversee or anything but just to share because I don't have dogs anymore okay so they make a, typically you know, a, a volunteer will make an arrangement sometimes we have one, a couple of people that oh my gosh and they're in their 80s one of them is in his 80s he goes to three different places every week you know and he goes on a regular time so they expect it so he knows what he's doing but I'll give you what happened this past Monday where Mitch this was his first visit with Jonesy because you know mm -hmm. okay so, so we go there first you know we well this was arranged to me with a I usually don't arrange it but this one I did with uh, the activities director so we go in you know and of course we don't get stopped or anything because they, they we provide name tags so that you know that and, and information so the volunteers don't get any hassle from staff or whatever um, so they go in they go to the the activities room and of course the very first thing people say, I say hey there's gonna be some dogs coming in a little while and they said, but we're playing bingo at, at 10.30. <laughs> <laughs> I said, what are we going to And so the dogs came in, and everybody goes, oh. And then, you know, Mitch was new. Uh, John with Opie, who's a circus reject, uh, Aussie. Um, so they came in, and basically um, it's, it's a little bit of a, you know, a little, for new people it's a little awkward, like how do we get started, you know. Um, so they go around to the room, let all the people – pet their animal, talk to them a little bit on a one-to-one -one basis if it's a small group, you know, and, and then, you know, we talk about his name is. Uh, we do the whole thing about with working with elderly and, and, like, then we went with Alzheimer's, but not, like, saying, how are you? Because then that kind of opens up a whole litany of, of things that, you know, maybe aren't as positive. So it's like, this dog is so-and-so, his name is, and mm -hmm. yes, he just loves that, you want to pet him, you know, so, and then if they want to talk about their animals, fine. Some, sometimes the visits are pretty short from person to person, and they go around so everybody gets a chance uh, in that small room, like on Monday, got a chance to pet both dogs, and then I was there, I said, look, feel how different the dog's fur is, you know, Opie's is nice and mm -hmm. soft and stuff, and Jonesy's is firm and short, you know, and, um, and then Mitch said, you know, oh, uh, Jonesy was like 13. And I said, you know, I think you should mention that on a regular basis, Mitch, because 13 for a dog is like 85 for a person, right. you know? And that would really, you know, do a connection. So then we went to the Alzheimer's unit, um, which was a, a you know, self-contained room. And that was pretty much the same thing, except a lot more probably interaction from some of the people, you know? And mm -hmm. um, one, of the, one of the ladies... Um, and I, I started, one of the ladies was laying down with her head on a stuffed animal on the table. And everybody thought she was asleep, so, but I, of course, troublemaker, I went over there and I said, hi, we have some dogs here. And she just, you know, her head jerked up and she wanted to pet both dogs. And everybody oh. goes, oh, 
she, I know, I know. And then another one said, I had these kind of dogs. And another one said, you know, I, my dogs kept getting killed by wolves. You know, those kind of things. And everybody petted the dog. Some of them loved it. And as we were leaving, um, uh, we were leaving one guy that wasn't in there, was in the hallway. Um, and he was fairly young. But he, he saw the dog and he goes, oh, a doggy. And his face just burst open, and Mitch went, and you know, and, and I mean, that was unplanned, but he had to hug it and hug it and hug it. Mm-hmm. And that, that is how it goes. There's not a script, um, and if people haven't worked with elderly or, you know, like uh, infirm, it's a little awkward maybe at first, uh, but it doesn't have to be a long visit for each person. Um, right. We do encourage our volunteers to go if it's a good match for them and it works. Stuff. Um, because sometimes when staff changes, it's frustrating for our volunteers, and that drives me crazy. But um, it's, it's like the continuation. Now, will they re- always remember that the dog came? Maybe, maybe not. And mm-hmm. then we, we talk about topics, and one of the things that I have s- stressed because of my experience with my mother-in-law in the, in the nursing home for eight years, um, I said, you know, whatever you say, don't say, and I'll be back soon. You know, mm. uh, because, I mean, it's, even if they don't understand, you know, it's kind of a respect uh, out of, for the people, soon can mean so many different things, you know, right. and right. and so we just say, you know, next time I come here, I'll be sure to visit, is what we used to say to my mother-in-law, mm-hmm. um, but so we, we go over that, but, you know, it's, it's, that's how it is, I mean, you know, um, we, they don't, we don't encourage the, the volunteers to have the residents feed snacks, because mm-hmm. there's no end to that, and yeah. also to make sure that the volunteers, um, watch their animal so it doesn't get rolled over by a wheelchair, which is one of the tests we do for the temperament testing, or get a walker, or is okay with a bunch of people grabbing at them. Yes. You know, yeah. We do all of that yeah, with the testing. Sure. But as far as the conversation goes, you try to keep it focused on the animal. And it sounds like by doing that, it really evokes all kinds of memories and yeah. conversation, yeah. promotes other conversation, whereas, like you said, a question like, well, how are you today could just lead down this whole list of ailments and get kind of negative pretty fast. So Exactly. Yeah, exactly. That's very, very interesting. You mentioned nursing homes. Are there other places where you take these pets or these animals? Right. One of our volunteers, let's say these volunteers sometimes do this stuff. Do they always turn in their reports? No, but I mean, so what? They're volunteers. Um, uh, one of them takes her dog to a, a, a school down in the uh, Jackson County, a private school, a Catholic school, mm-hmm. I think. Takes her dog there every day for her students. You know, okay. every day. Uh, we also have people that go to the teen shelter operated by Synergy. We have um, then, of course, well, there's several rehabs and stuff. And then uh, we did have a volunteer that went to North Kent City Hospital with his Mastiff, but uh, that's no longer the case because, you know, there's been a lot, in 19 years, there's been a lot of HIPAA regulations and everything else. We also do the Board of Services uh, for Developing Delayed Adults. In fact, they host some of our temperament testing at least once a year. Um, And this is for... uh, 18 and older with developmental disabilities. This is at their, um, their shelter, their, their date have program, but they come back at night for our testing and help us with the testing and get to pet all these dogs, you know, with, uh, you know, all the time. You know, it's pretty mm-hmm. good. And they're a great audience. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. So when do you, uh, oh gosh, what do I, what do I want to ask next? I had like three questions running through my mind there. And, uh, let me let me 
get refocused here. So you have all these different places that you go. I've also um, seen where sometimes they bring uh, pets, bring animals into jails or prisons. Do you get into any of the correctional facilities at all? We don't. No, there has been like the one um, uh, with um, like Leavenworth and stuff. They have some of their programs. But one of the things that, that did happen with uh, it was just one. It was it was one of those coincidences that was fate. Um, we had a call from the prosecutor, uh, county prosecutor, who um, wanted to know if we had a, a person that could bring their dog for a couple of uh, juveniles that needed to make a testimony, um, mm -hmm. give first and talk first, and then go and then and then testify against their accused in in the courtroom. And if they could have somebody, so we did have one of our actually a couple of our volunteers are actually staff members at Synergy Teen Shelter, so she did come and in fact got the oh gosh you probably saw that somewhere she got an the dog got an award for helping victims of crime, so this oh, dog wow. was there with I, this dog was there with them the whole time you know while they were you know preliminary and then uh, in the trial was hiding behind the because they weren't supposed to be, the jury wasn't supposed to see, I guess, the dog for some reason. Mm -hmm. um, so the dog was hiding. It was a golden uh, retriever, so it kind of took a while. Uh, it was hiding so the kids could reach down, the girls could reach down and pet the dog to, to get through the situation. Mm, and, wow. And they said, we're going to be doing this from now on. Why, you know, I mean, other places have done it before, but they just, you know, and the combination of having a therapist from Synergy with a dog that's through our program, it's, it's a match made in heaven, let's be honest, you know, for this kind right. of situation. Yeah. You know, so that, that was pretty cool. But no, we don't do the, the jails. Now, you know, it's like, do we need more sites? No. Do we, could we use more volunteers? Sure. Um, but, you know, there's just, you know, it's, it's somewhat of a limit. I, I think we could go to some of the sites, but I don't, I don't see that happening in Platte County Jail just because of the facilities, you know, yeah. the physical mm -hmm. structure, quite honestly. Okay. Yeah. So tell me about um, where people can uh, volunteer. How, how can they get in touch with you? If they read this article, this little um, blog that I'm going to write, and they say, oh, this is for me, I'd like to get involved, how can they do that? Okay. Well, that would be, actually at this time, it would be, like if you got it, it, it could be, we have two emails. One is the office, and then they have to just hopefully remember to give it to me. It would be platco.missouri.edu. Um, they could also do something on our Facebook, which Mitch set up for us, quite honestly. Okay, bless his heart. And um, they can also, you know, like phone the extension office or my number directly. I mean, I operate from home, but I have it on other materials now. You know, it's, it's, okay. it's, it's more direct, which is 816-587-1865 or, e or the email that you have used. That is all okay. okay. Okay, that sounds good. Our next session, our next session is in January, or September. September is when we do it again for, so the people that were in September last year and the year before and the year before, um, they come back in September with new updates, new updated medical forms, and get tested. Okay, so yeah, you have to basically go through the whole training all over again, which is well, basically you, just the temper, just the temperament testing. They don't have I, to do the training again. Okay. Okay. And, and then that's the time when you introduce new people to new volunteers in September. Yes, right. Exactly. Okay. It's new and returning. It's new and returning. Okay. Yes. All right. So this is a good time for this to come out in the next few weeks. It's because a great time. It's a great yeah, time. Start thinking about a few months down the road getting involved in this. So, okay, we'll make sure we get that information in there. Anything else that you can think of that you'd like to add that you think I should know about? Yes. 
well, the fact that we have, well, there's the, the volunteers age and range from like uh, early 30s to 80s. Uh, we have some that, are, that stay for a couple of years. We have, we've had a 10-year volunteer and who, and who participates as a helper now, but her dogs have aged out. I mean, you know, she hasn't, but they have. Yeah. And then I have a quote from one of our volunteers that I pulled up, and it's, it's not a most recent one, but it's pretty cool. Um, I'm grateful for the opportunity to give back to my community and to honor my mother's memory by Aww. bringing a few smiles via my dog. Yeah, that's great. Cool. Yeah, yeah, that is. Too, yeah. yeah. So, okay, well, I will get this written up. It's due to Mitch on Tuesday. I'll, if I'm, um, if my daughter's graduating from law school tomorrow, and so I'm going to have a house full of people here starting um, starting in a few hours, which is why I said the middle of my day is going to be crazy. And then tonight, <laughs> my Lord, I tonight all, the, all the festivities start with the actual, you know, um, different things going on, activities around the graduation. So I probably won't get to write this until Sunday night or Monday, but I will send you an email if as I go through the transcript, I have any questions, you know, or anything like that or clarifications, I'll just send you an email and uh, we'll get this done. Okay. Now, do you need the logo or anything? I mean, you know, you probably have access to that if you've gone on the police stuff, but we have a logo mm -hmm. with a, uh, which says you nurturing pause abilities. You know, I don't get into that part of it. I send a okay, document okay. to Mitch, and I believe he has, uh, I think he's always let whoever I wrote about approve it first. So he'll probably send it to you to approve. And then he posts it on the website. And so he'll he'll be the one who, if, if um, you have a logo or if he adds graphics, like if there's photographs or anything like that, he would be the one to send those to. I have to tell you, when you know, whenever he puts stuff on the Facebook page, mm -hmm. you know, we get the most following ever. I mean, he oh, put wow. a nice on Monday, and I thought, look, I, his stuff is so cute. I mean, mine is like, <laughs> here's the, I know, this is the last graduating class. Da 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 da. Here he puts on his dogs interacting with people, except if we can't show faces, of course. But um, right. you know, and I'm thinking. Ah, Mitch, you you ace me out every time, which is good. Which is great. <laughs> well, he's a yeah, he's a sweet guy, but he's also a professional. You know, this is his business, so I would be I disappointed. Know, I, I would be disappointed to hear that he wasn't improving your Facebook traffic. So, but no, <laughs> okay. he's great. He's fun to work with. So, okay, I will get this done, and I hope you have okay. a wonderful weekend. You too. Thank, Thank you. you. Take care. Bye bye. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.